Warehouse. This is episode 83. I'm here with David and Lewis. Yo, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby. Oh, man. Uh, bye week, huh? Yeah, bye week. <laughs> yeah, bye week. Uh, so the good man. news is, is that we didn't lose this past week. That is a good news. That is good news. But we, we got- didn't win either. Which is cool because <laughs> we're not going back. Well, actually, no, we are going backwards because it seems everybody caught up to us. And now we are only one point. Caught up. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. No we one's are, catching up to us. We are one we're way point left behind. ahead of DC United. Minnesota and Colorado. If any one of those teams gets a win, they will leapfrog us. Um, Minnesota almost had theirs this past. Minnesota Man. almost had theirs. DC United <laughs> got three points, so instead of being four points behind, they were only one point behind. Um, and then there's a uh, Colorado who pretty we'll much get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Well, lucky, lucky for us, there's 18 games this week. <laughs> so. But we'll get there as well. There's plenty of chances for the Galaxy to end up in last place or for us to, you know, stay in the second to last place. (laughs) Because really, even if we win the next two games and the other teams... It just all depends on how everything else happens. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And I don't don't like depending on other teams. Um, Guys, we have a poll. Um, I'm not sure if you guys even saw this, but we have a poll out there. Um, I asked the question, if the Galaxy somehow miraculously, obviously I didn't il- illustrate it this much because there's not enough characters on Twitter. If the Galaxy somehow miraculously make the playoffs and then make it all the way through the playoffs and make it to MLS Cup. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I'm just saying they make it to the game. Are you happy with the season if we make it to MLS Cup? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm under the impression that you asked us that question last week on the podcast, I, I, I which, kind of, which I, I thought so. inspired yeah. the, the question. I kind, the of, question. I kind of did, but I also didn't give you guys the, uh, the, the option. Um, so the, I, I oh, left okay. three options. The card, then. I left three <laughs> options in, in my poll. Uh, eight, yes, no, or third option, unrelated to question. Um, <laughs> So far, uh, with three days left in the uh, in the vote, we have seventy five percent of people have said no, they would not be happy with the season. Eighteen percent have said yes, they would be happy with the season. Seven percent people say third option, unrelated question. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that, that, and that's your wild card. That's probably the wild card right there. I, so. I can. Uh, that's actually a pretty predictable uh, poll right there. I mean, a, a good amount of people should have said no. Uh, yeah, I think it's an easy question, yes. to be honest. Yeah, I, I uh, when you asked us that last week, you had asked us if we had won MLS Cup. That's right. And I said it's very difficult to say that you would be unhappy winning a title, even if it's in the manner Those, in which we had won it. There's two. There, there are two different things. I mean, the, the season already sucked. We're. I mean, it's it's already sucked. It's already. We're not. We're not happy with it in general. But if we're it get into the playoffs and we get to the championship game, of course we're going to be happy about that. It doesn't mean that we're happy with the season. Those are two independent things. The Well, I guess, I guess it's fair to say that we're happy with the, the, the destination, very unhappy with the road trip that, oh, yeah. that, 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 uh, that it took to get us there. <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly, realistically that that scenario is not going to happen if it did happen i oh, think it would be 
one of the greatest comebacks in MLS history. There's no way that that can compare to anything else, including Seattle's last year, because at least Seattle had the team going into the season uh, as one of the favorites to uh, to win MLS Cup. They just happened to uh, stink the first half of the season and then turn it up, mm-hmm. which seems to be the exact same song that they're singing this year, where they weren't doing too much, being very quiet in the beginning of the season. And the second half, all of a sudden, they're in first place with the most wins in the Western Conference. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the one of the things uh, you have to remember is they subtracted a an important piece and they added another important piece last year. Um, so far, uh, the Galaxy have subtracted uh, a couple of pieces. Uh, one of them being important, the other one being uh, never should have been there in the first place. Um, Yellow Van Dam has left. He has joined uh, Antwerp. Yeah, uh, of uh, Belgium. Yeah. Uh, I believe the Galaxy get something in the in the area of two hundred forty five thousand dollars for uh, for Yelda. And that was a transfer fee. Uh, that was a transfer fee. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how much of that f- fee the Galaxy will actually see. I know MLS takes their cut, um, but uh, the Galaxy will at some point get something. I don't think they're allowed to spend it on player acquisition. I believe they have to spend it on. Uh, infrastructure for the team. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think this move was... Uh, we saw it coming. I think we all said if you want to see uh, Van Damme play his last game, it was probably the All-Star game. That turned out to be correct. Yeah. Um, uh, I cannot fault the guy for wanting to go back home and see his kids. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate that... Um, On top of that, he had such a bad season. I think he honestly had a bad season because all of this was weighing on him. This was on mm-hmm. his mind. Uh, his mind was elsewhere. His, um, you know, I just think that there's a huge psychological aspect as to why his uh, game uh, sharply diminished this season. Uh, if you look at what he did last season, he was by far the best defender in the entire league. And for him to take such a dive this season... I don't think it was um, not necessarily the, the the players around him as much as it was a, a psychological effect. That's just my personal opinion, um, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be very uh, sad to see him go. Uh, I think the Riot Squadcast yeah. had put up a poll asking how Van Dam will be remembered as a legend, as a as just another ex mm-hmm. uh, Galaxy player, as a beloved ex Galaxy player. Um, yeah. I personally think he's a beloved ex uh will be a beloved ex galaxy player for me he as i said i think he became an instant fan favorite overnight last season i believe the first oh, yeah. time i saw him i want to say it was a preseason game against seattle i think that like, you know his one of his uh, infamous slide tackles that just happened to uh uh not go the wrong way as they did so many times this season but in that <laughs> first season 9 times out of 10 he was going to make that tackle um, it almost seems that this season was just the exact reversal. Nine times out of ten, he was going to miss that tackle and get himself, oh, yeah. you know, in, in caught, yeah, <laughs> in trouble and in a bad position and left the team and the rest of the defense hanging. But I think he became an instant star overnight. Uh, for me, uh, that one season, if you were to compare it to any other defender and any under any other defender's uh, season, I don't think there was much of a comparison. That he's probably the best defender that we had at least for 2016. No, oh, um, he was almost uh, 
MLS Defender of the Year in 2016. I think. Well, so. what I mean is historically, if you're if you're counting what the best season any Galaxy Defender has ever had, I want I'm gonna say Van Dam's 2016 was by far the best. I can't mm-hmm. think of another who had that much of an impact. I think you can make cases for say Omar Gonzalez or AJ. But overall, I just think that... But to that, come uh, in in your first season and right, and then that just, way, yeah. at that high caliber, the entire season. Yeah, and for him to be a defender, to get him, his name out there like that, that's that's oh, huge. Yeah. It's easy if you're a goal scorer. You can come into the league, start scoring, do what you're supposed sure. to be doing. That's a lot easier than to be a defender and gain recognition for not putting up stats. So um, for me, it, he's a, he was just an instant fan favorite that for me was a beloved player that... Um, I'm going to miss, uh, it's going to be, uh, well, no, no, I'm not going to say it's going to be a while before we see another defender like him, but, um, you know, maybe. I mean, it, it, I mean, maybe <laughs> that's, I, I, you, that's you never know. That, that, that's a different type of defender that we've had. I mean, he, I mean the whole season, the first season he was balls out. And like you said, nine out of 10, he was on point. I would, I would say almost 10 out of 10, he was on point. And then this season, ah, uh, but again, he had different players around him, um, he had a he had a he had a team that he could trust last season as well, so this season was very different. Indeed, it was. Um, one of the things that I think, as you guys said, he'll go down for all these things. One of the things that that he's always going to stand out in my mind and in my heart about over is uh, his uh, his. Affair, his love affair with uh, with with Cosmo's mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that being that being sort of a point in, of contention. Um, I don't know if that's what ends up causing the rift in the in the locker room or not. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, imagine <laughs> it well, was all Cosmo's least, mom. <laughs> well, at least we know that a part of LA is going with him because he got that LA tat. Yeah, he he, he loves very the Dodgers. quickly. We all we all know <laughs> well, he, he loves the LA Dodgers, <laughs> just like uh, Ramon Al- Ramon Alessandrini. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so in I, his place comes uh, potentially uh, Michel Michel Ciani Ciani Ciani. I think it's Ciani. I don't know. E- either one. Uh, another. Uh, I believe it's another Frenchman that is going to be uh, on the team. Uh, thirty what was it thirty three year old uh, defender I believe yeah. it was, yeah. uh, like Van Dam before him, a virtual unknown. You're not going to be able to uh, get too much information outside of uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, or YouTube. And as we have stated before, in YouTube highlights that you see, he's going to look like defender of the year. So, um, oh yeah, because it's his highlights. Is it official? Have we said that it's official, I, I or don't is think it just? It's, I don't think it's official, because uh, just yet the galaxy have not announced anything. As you know, the galaxy tends to not say not anything. say anything. So he could very well be in uniform <laughs> on Wednesday, for all right. we know. Well, to be to be fair, uh, Kevin Baxter has not reported that uh, that he's been spotted at training. So uh, I'll wait until he says something. Where did yeah. I read that he was? Ready to sign the eighteen-month contract. What am I thinking of? Uh, that was in a French, uh, either a French okay, newspaper, right. or a French website, saying that he's uh, he's signed for eighteen months. But I don't believe he has signed yet. Now, since we're recording this podcast a day early, I'm assuming that he will be announced tomorrow as the Galaxy player. <laughs> as, 
as this season has happened to us <laughs> uh-huh. many times. Uh, but, you know, hey, that's the season this year, guys. Uh, and the reason we're recording a day early is because uh, we have a game on Wednesday and there's about seven other MLS games. So we wanted to make sure that we got our uh, MLS recap in, in and we got our predictions in uh, for Balls and Beers. As you, If you guys listen to Balls and Beers, we didn't have a game, uh, uh, a show last week due to technical difficulties for some reason or another. There One of our tracks, yeah, there was a tornado in the track, <laughs> came through, swept up all of Lewis's audio. Uh, so all of the entertaining part of balls and beers is gone, uh, for last week, but, uh, we tweeted out, depending on who you are, the drag part of it is gone. So, you know, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if our followers like the salty part, the salty part. I wonder if our followers like the posts on Twitter. Yeah. um, You know, every game, let us know if you did me. I'll tell you me being a follower. I actually liked it a lot. (laughs) I was like, Oh man, we should have been doing this the whole season. Nah, um, we're going to make them listen to cool. the show. <laughs> uh, but uh, either way, um, since we're talking about Yella, I, and since we had a bye week, so there's not much to talk about this week, I wanted to talk to you guys about Yella. So Yella was our captain. Yes. He, he was anointed captain at the beginning of the season. All of us figured that was a complete no-brainer as Yella was by far the leader and the best player in the team last year. Uh, and then he proceeded to sort of fall on his face when it came to leadership. Uh, the Galaxy, I feel, have had some decent captains, but I wouldn't say none of them have like really, really stuck out and been like the de facto captain the way that other teams have had captains. Um, and I want to go back and, and talk about maybe some of our, our more memorable captains uh from the past so as you know um in the uh, i believe in the inaugural season the captains uh were i think there was three captains at one point there was um kobe jones uh marisi sanfuegos and uh jorge campos i believe were all captains in the in that first season mm-hmm. i i remember that and um, i have no problem uh with kobe or sanfuegos as a captain for uh for that season Especially Kobe Jones, since he was uh, who he was at the time. He was the man at the time. He was probably mm-hmm. one of the mo- most recognizable uh, faces on the U.S. national team going into that season. So I have no problem with that. And uh, Cienfuegos being the number 10 that he was, pretty much the general on the field, I would have had no problem going into or you know having him as a captain. I think that's two legendary players that have, you can say, you know, have easily... Uh, could have captained any other team, right? Yeah, and uh, and and Kobe Jones, I think, was captain for the most for most of that era, all the way up until he retired. At which point, we also retired his number. Um, no, we didn't. Uh, I was <laughs> I was there, uh, actually. In the so stadium. was I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we retired his number, uh, the number thirteen. Um, I believe he was captain all the way until uh, the, I think there was a season where. Um, Andy Herzog came in. I believe that was what two thousand three. Uh, I can't remember. He was made. Exactly. He was made captain for a time, um, as was Hyung Mung Bo. Again, I another do, I, yeah. another captain that just that. went. You know, just kind of came and went. Um, for me, the captain, the 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 captain that probably stood out the most was uh, Landon. Landon was captain for a while. 
but he got he was uh, his armband was taken away after uh, David Beckham was signed. That proceeded to be a, a colossal yep. um, mess, I guess is uh, what you want to call ba- it. Backlash. <laughs> there was a huge backlash over that. Um, and then, uh, and then Robbie Keane, Robbie Keane was a captain after that. Um, I actually think that Robbie Keane was a very that good captain, mm-hmm. um, for the most part up until maybe the final season. Agreed. Uh, and then, and, but I mean, for you guys who were sort of those, those captains, um, I, you know, I, I want to say that. Are you asking me now that Van Damme is all. gone? <laughs> now that Van Damme is gone, <laughs> you, who, who is going to step up? You know the armband's going to go to Geo. Yeah, exactly. Mm, Who's well, the captain been, on the field? It's it's been on Cole, it's been on Cole's arm in the last three games, hasn't it? I so I, I don't see why they would change. Well, that Geo wasn't right playing now. in the last game. I know nobody noticed that. I'm saying the last three right. games Cole has been the captain. So not just I, the last if you game. had to ask me who goes the rest of or the more way, than three, I, think. I would probably say Cole. Cole is gone at the end of the season. If that's the case, you're gonna to have to find a new captain for the next season. A lot of people are already saying, you well, know, you what, give it this, to Gio and Jonah. Yeah, I mean, we we all know it's going to Gio or Jonah, 100. percent There's no way that that is not happening. Um, I think uh, a lot of people uh, are actually starting to give up on the season. Uh, they're saying that it's almost an impossibility that we're gonna make the playoffs. Uh, I think we had said last week that. We had a 5% chance of making the playoffs uh, from this point. So, though it is possible, it's probably not probable. We have a, we have a two-outer here. Um, so, a lot of people are already saying that this should be treated as preseason. That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you should probably be going forward. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and see who our starters are next year. Who is going to, uh, you know, get the axe? Who's going to be uh, sent down to Galaxy Two or stay at Galaxy Two or you know maybe come up, mm-hmm. um, start building some of that chemistry and work toward next season because this season is lost. So I think, with that in mind, you also have to take you know the captain's armband in, into consideration as well. If it were up to me, I'd probably give it to Alessandrini. That's where I was going. But uh, just because Cole won't be here next season, but. Like I said, we, we all know it's going to go to either Gio or Jonah. It's th- that's a no-brainer unless we bring in another player um, that just kind of you know comes in and sweeps everything away. Like I said, we, we need a striker. You know, I, I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of a striker we're going to get out a there. A reliable striker. striker. Um, it could very well be you know just some uh, whole hum um, MLS guy, or it could be some guy overseas that you know doesn't require DP money. Um, and it can come mm-hmm. in and just be, become the leader of the team. We don't know that. I, but I honestly, my money is on Gio or Jonah. I honestly think that the Galaxy's off or the Galaxy's uh, gift that MLS gave them in the Paul Areola trade um, for his rights is going to make it so that we have enough gam and tam to sign a DP level striker without actually paying DP money or giving him the DP moniker. Well, he even if. He goes over a million dollars. You cannot have a, a, a guy going over a million dollars in TAM. So even if you have, say, a million and a half in TAM money, you cannot pay a guy $1.5 million because that would uh, be a DP. So you can split it on two guys, mm-hmm. but it cannot be over a million dollars. Mm. As, as 
I, I believe that's what the rule is. Can you so. can you give him a house? Uh, hey, <laughs> uh, hey, if Bruce Arena was still here, we could probably loophole something in there. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That so, guy here, really but here's the good news. That would so, be, so, be worth something. So, so David brought up a really good point. With Van Dam gone, we get all of his Tam money get back. His Tam. We we're get gonna JJJ's get, Tam. We're gonna get JJJ's Tam. We just got five hundred thousand for uh, Paul Ariola. We're gonna have some money to spend. Mm-hmm. So. The offseason is going to be very interesting. I know the striker has to be number one on the list. I think yeah. above any other position, they're probably, or at least they should, the front office, be looking for a striker as we speak. And starting some sort of negotiation saying, look, we obviously can't sign you now, but come, you know, January. Oh, sure. You know, in, sure in the, the winter transfer. Yeah, they, they have to How do you guys be there. Did you guys see the the video of uh, of Zlatan? Um, I was gonna get there. Spin. You guys are just right there in front of me all the time. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Did you guys see the video of Zlatan like kicking the 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 um the body bag? Yeah, man. Um, and and his knee looks healthy, doesn't it? I, I mean, like, how exciting would it be for the Galaxy to train to uh, to be able to to sign um a striker? With the uh, with the pedigree of being being able to say he's trained and been kicked by Zlatan before, like imagine how much Tam how much Tam would it take to get that body bag that Zlatan is kicking? He'd probably be more effective than Zard is at this point. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, like, like that's how they would have to sell it, right? He's like, remember that body bag that you saw? Or I keep saying body bag, but that's the thing you put dead people in. Uh, yes, very different <laughs> punching bag. Punching bag. Remember that punching bag that you saw in the Slotan video? Well, <laughs> we the gal- <laughs> Galaxy have signed him, <laughs> giving him the number thirteen. <laughs> Again, it's probably still more effective than Zardes. Uh, <laughs> At this point, anything is more effective um, than Zardes. Well, let's, let's let's talk about MLS strikers and let's talk about guys who you would want to see on your Galaxy wish list. Uh, you're obviously not going to be able to pick. Uh, career guys like Wondolowski, nor would you want to. We wouldn't do Although, that. Although, wouldn't that be funny <laughs> if the Galaxy um, picked Wanda or signed Wondolowski and then just absolutely ruined him um, in, in terms of his form and like, you know, he would just, he would be really bad. Well, uh, I wouldn't want that because he'd be yeah. on our team. <laughs> yeah. I would not want that. I wouldn't want, well, I wouldn't want that on many different levels. But. Yeah. Okay, but if that happened, it's a bye week. My, I don't know what the hell my mind is doing. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. I don't. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well then let's. Well, since we have, we need something to talk about. Let's go ahead and and. uh, It's all right. We don't have to stretch the show for an hour. No, I know. It doesn't have to be. I know. But (laughs) if we need something to talk about, let's go ahead and talk about the next two games that the Galaxy play. We play two games this week. So let's talk about the first game that we play on Wednesday against Columbus. Um, It's a road game. It's at 4.30. I believe it's the first Wednesday game. Uh, I'm not even sure how to analyze this. We got got a a pretty solid home team going up against the best road uh, record in the league. But uh, I'm not really even sure if uh, we can even bank on doing uh, this team doing better on the road now. We have a different coach. It's a completely different style. I think the mentality is a little bit different. Um, I know we're going to get our predictions in balls and beers, but yeah, 
where do you guys see this? Is there uh, it, does anything change in this game, or do we? Well, well, we got to see this this game. I mean, we've had a bye week. We don't know how the galaxy's been putting their shit together in this past week and a half or so. Um, so we will see when they play against Columbus. But my goodness, if you saw this past game against Orlando, Columbus was a fucking pest. They were on top of them the entire time. So I'm like, oh, shit, not going to happen. Well, the Columbus, Columbus has definitely moved some pieces around in preparation for the next offseason. Uh, Iguain's definitely not coming back. Uh, they moved Ethan Finley to Minnesota. Um and uh, Ola Kamara is uh, is is you know sort of wanting to hope go. Yeah, wanting to go. Um, not wanting to go, but he's he's um, he's finding his form. Um, yeah. I believe Columbus will be without uh, one of their players this week uh, because they got a, a red yeah. card in the uh, in the Orlando game. Um, oh, that's right. But I still think that we have no answers toward the attack. The interesting thing that that I see in this game is now, I mean, I realize that publicly facing the Galaxy have not admitted that this season is over, but the players may have already reserved that. At this point, they have nothing to lose. Um, they're fighting for jobs for next season. Um, they may not necessarily need to win this game, but they definitely need to try and perform to impress the new coach. So... Um, the other thing is they've lost their captain, albeit a captain that was seemed to be very ab- absent-minded, and so now, uh, or absent as well uh, in the game, a new leader has to step up. Um, is that going to be Jermaine Jones? Is that going to be Alessandrini, uh, who's who's been playing hurt? Um, is that going to be one of the young defenders? Is that going to be Steris, or is that going to be Rowe? Uh, I mean, not Rowe, um, Romney. I think that's probably one of the more interesting things that I'm I'm looking to, uh, looking for is who from the young crop is going to like really really take a leadership role. Well, weren't we asking this question back in May or June where we were saying we have different. no we have no leaders on the team, no one's stepping up, no one's going to be um, you know, well, taking the reins. We also said that there's too many leaders. We've also well, said we had said Van Dam and Jones were were pretty much you know bumping heads. You got one guy out um, permanently now. Uh, Jermaine Jones was out for a good portion uh, of the summer. Um, oh, I wonder if he's going to play with that gnarly toe injury. He I probably believe, will. I, I believe he he's going to be out for for this week. So will he? Well, I don't know. I mean, they numbed him up. The playing on it uh, last week. He got week. stitches at halftime. He got stitches at halftime. They numbed him up. I mean, th- that's actually pretty, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty, that's that's dedication right there. I would have been like, yeah, fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> 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 like, no fucking way that just happened. Um, but um, Jermaine, even if Jermaine Jones steps up, uh, he's not there well, next season. You don't want, I mean, he's, when he steps up, he fucks up. Yeah. So is that what we really want? Well, I mean, I mean, it, I mean the people that I mean, look at. There's been players that step that have stepped up. I mean, I, I, what I, what I get frustrated is that you guys continue saying that, but there has been players. It just hasn't been falling on our sides. Boa stepped up. Alessandrini has stepped no, up. No, 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 no. Cole definitely stepped. The, like, the play has. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that step. But the, that step. The up. three players that you have just mentioned, Bobby, are the three players that are the only bright spots on the team, and we have yeah. said that. Uh, so it's very easy to 
bring up those we players just, because they have outshined over er- everyone else. It's not saying much, but just quick side question: When is Legette supposed to be coming back? Is he out for the entire season? I it's supposed it, to I be remember. late September, maybe even October. Yeah. Oh well, fuck. Okay. So, yeah. He's he's, <laughs> uh, he's out of the boot. I believe he's jogging at this point, but it's going to be a while. I mean, it's still going to be a little bit for him to really start to get his legs back and get back into shape um, and get his form and his touch. Yeah, It's going to be a while. Yeah, I, I don't really uh, think it's very fair to expect anything out of Legette, uh for the rest of the no, season. No, I just was, I just wanted to know if he was Again, it, it, this it, season at all. It, uh, it goes back to if he does come back, you want to work on his mentality, get his, his timing, his rhythm back, his touch back. Confidence. Uh, his confidence is probably one of the most important things he wants. He, you need to get him out there uh, feeling comfortable on the field again. So, again, it goes back to you need to probably treat the rest of these games as a preseason. And you got to work on these players. You got to see what's working. You got to see what you, uh, what's not working. Um, uh, Siggy even said, I would like a cent- central forward kind of calling yeah. the front office out right there which is a good thing so i'm pretty sure the the front office knows that that's what they need but um see he's basically saying you know i i know what pieces i need um he's i'm sure getting in line and ready for next season as you know <laughs> this season is probably lost i'm not gonna say it straight out but it's looking very uh dire for us so yeah i think it's I important mean, sir, to focus yeah, on the next season and, um <laughs> Focus on next season, move forward, you know, as Anolfo said, learn from this <laughs> and then uh, just go ahead and, you know, just start a new, uh, make sure not to repeat the same mistakes as, uh, as uh, this past season. Uh, he's going to have a fresh start. It's going to be all on him because, you know, he, he got, he got put in this, uh, in this shit storm. So this is not really his fault. He's trying to write a ship yeah. that no, really I, is I, already, I don't, I don't, you know, sunk. I don't think we could ever repeat this past season ever again, the way that everything aligned. I like, it's just, it was a clusterfuck. Yeah. It, it, it really was a, a horrible season. From, and, <laughs> and you know what? We should have known this in the preseason when, we had players injured coming into the season. Little did we know that this was yeah, going to be a we precursor. Were, but we were, yeah, but we were thinking like, oh, it's the beginning of the season. All right, everybody just get your injuries out now. But It never happened. That did, no, it just kept coming. If one person got better, someone else got out. One person got better, another person got out. It almost seemed that one person got better, two more went out. That's true. <laughs> yes. So it, it was, but you're right. It was just a clusterfuck of a season. We hope that, I mean... We understand that injuries happen, but there were a, just way too many injuries this season. I, I don't think I've ever seen a team suffer that many injuries before no. to the point where you had to use practically a B squad, whether they were... Uh, you, and then they played and they play great, actually. I don't want to the say road. they played great, but I think um, for what they, uh, what they were asked to do, throwing them pretty much in the you know, shark-infested waters, they did what they could. I think they got some much-needed experience, uh, albeit not the way that I'm sure uh, the coaches and the uh, front office wanted them to get that experience, but they did get yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, that crew was the crew that actually got the wins, so... Yeah. So, or, well, no, nah, you're right, you're right. Um, I'm let's go ahead and talk about the, the second game. Uh, we come back home. We host the San Jose Earthquakes. <sighs> So fuck San Jose. Yeah, fuck San Jose. Um, <laughs> I really hated them this past game for balls and beers. They ruined my fucking. 
record for that day. Well, it's not a full great record. I would have just had one loss on Saturday if it wasn't for that. <laughs> it, it, it was that stupid Colorado mistake that was my other loss. But Really? Oh, yeah, yeah no, you're right. You're right. Because you lost. Yes, every, yes, yes. Because you lost the Wednesday for, and the Friday yeah. game. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Those, yeah, those games I lost. But then on Saturday, I would have gotten all that's the right, games that's if right. it wasn't for that dumb out the goal and, and then freaking San Jose. Yeah. Um, so the game against San Jose, let me ask you something. Uh, Davis stepped away for a little bit. So, Bobby, I will ask you. Let's say hypothetically the Galaxy were to win the next two games. That's six points. <laughs> Next two games. Well, yeah. I mean, we have a two-game week. Yeah. No, I'm just. I'm just. No, I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just thinking. Like, wow, that's so wishful thinking. It is. It is. It totally <laughs> is. So let's say that happens. We get six points. I hope it happens. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, do you get your hopes up, or do you still say nah? That they're that well. They're, they're fighting, it, a, but a little, no, uh, a little too late it, now. It depends on what I see on the field. If it looks like they're, they're, they're in form and they're together and they're dominating the level of play, then I'll have my hopes up a little bit. If they're eking by, squeaking by, um, making a lot of mistakes on the pitch, I'm not going to be that optimistic, even if we get those wins, because how is that going to convert for the following game? So uh, I guess uh, me playing devil's advocate here is if they do happen to just eke a victory, or even get help I mean, from from the ref or or VAR. or VAR, or you know, some sort of <laughs> luck where they do pull out the victory. Even that alone is a huge psychological boost. So sure. we were saying Zardes just needs that one goal. It doesn't matter if he whiffs it and then it ends up hitting him in the face and it goes in. Chicharito, I'm looking Chicharito. at you. <laughs> hey, David's back. Um, you know that might get. You know, his confidence up to where, okay, let's, uh, let's see. We can build on this. So even if we are eking out a victory, that's more of a victory than we've had in the past, you know, two months or so. So Sure. But you were, you were asking specifically how would I Right, feel. right, right, right. So. Like I said, and, and, I, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, as I always do. So, so ask David. David, if hypothetically the Galaxy were to win the next two games, would you be more hopeful uh, would you get your hopes up again, or would you say, nah, it's just too little, too late, I'm already done? I think I'd be hopeful for next season. I, I, I don't think that um, I have any... Even if we had a flare-up, um, I would think that uh, being a Galaxy for, for as long as I've been, it's just going to be the team setting me up to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, because it'll, it'll get my hopes up, and then they'll come crashing back down. Because after all... You know, say say what you will about this league and how unpredictable and how you getting hot at the right time could take you to the promised land. Um, I don't think that. Th- I think that this team could be lava hot and still not make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Right. Right. I mean it, that that is possible, but I think if you are to somehow get into the playoffs at this point, there's no way that you would think... Well, we think, all know once you get in the... Right. It's game you, over. I it, mean, it's not game over, but it's a new game. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's game on. Yeah, it's a whole new thing. Like, season, forget it. It's over. You got Done. about... Now we're in playoffs. You got about, what, nine... No, 11 games left. You have 11 games left. If you were to go, 
hypothetically undefeated the rest of the way. And that's, I mean, that's eleven oh no. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you go undefeated. Again, I'd be right. mad. I'd be mad. I'm like, just spread it out over the rest of the season. This would have been fine. Yeah. It, it's not going to happen. Well, what's done is if done. If you look at the, well, we've talked here. about the schedule already. You've got to play Toronto. You've got to play Atlanta. You've got to play, uh, Dallas, San Jose, Columbus. Um, you play Minnesota in there. You should be winning that game. Um, and they almost had Seattle. And they, yeah, and they played Seattle very well uh, on the road. So um, the schedule is definitely not doing the Galaxy any favors here. I don't see them doing no. that. But if they were to go the rest of the way undefeated, beating teams that they probably should not be beating at this point, you got to figure that that hot streak is going to continue in the playoffs. And David's scenario of making it to MLS Cup is probably um, very uh, feasible. Should they even make well, the playoffs? Because right. they would be on one crazy hot streak, and their confidence would be riding high. But ultimately, I'm not happy because you can't m- muddle around in mediocrity uh, or in less than mediocrity. F- yeah, mediocrity we're, we're not even mediocre for for you know three quarters of the season, and then turn it on at the end. I mean, we're not. Houston, for God's sake. <laughs> I uh, obviously, I know this is not going to happen, but if we did make it to MLS Cup or we did win MLS Cup, I swear I want to see David's giddiness where I'm like, nah, dude, don't be happy. You said you won't be happy. No, he'll be giddy. <laughs> of course he, he, he will. He, 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 can't, he can't stay mad. Like me and you, lose, we can stay mad. <laughs> David can't no, do that. No, I really can't. I really can't. <laughs> I can't say mad like, at anything. And the funny thing is, like, is that I wouldn't be mad. I'd be conflicted. Well, I wouldn't be either, but, I, but I'm just yeah. saying we, we're the two only people that'd be like, mm, with their arms crossed if we had to, but I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, let's just go ahead and get into the MLS recap. David, take it away. We are in week 24, and we are going to recap this. Strap in, everyone. Here we go. Montreal oh, wow. versus Chicago. The Piatti show starts in the sixth minute. A deflected pass finds Nacho Piatti. He takes a delicate little chip over the oncoming keeper and makes it 1-0 for Montreal. Uh, In the 31st minute, Piatti plays Mancosu in. Mancosu's shot gets blocked by Lamson, but a few minutes later, he will earn a penalty and convert it to make it 2-0. Uh, a minute later, Piatto makes a 3-0, curling it around Lampson in the 70th minute with a beautiful, beautiful goal. Uh, Bush makes a big save on David Akam from point-blank range. And uh, Piatti, Piatti is a man in this game. He's already said that this will be his last year in Montreal, and he's just focused on having himself a good old time. Please say it ain't so, Piatti. <laughs> the Piatti era is going to be over. In Montreal, it it really is too bad. He's such a a great player to watch. Yeah. Uh. So the the side notes here. Uh. Montreal all of a sudden trying to make a uh, a push mm-hmm. for the playoffs. Uh. Since July first, they have gotten six victories, beating Chicago, um, beating Orlando. Beating Chicago was a very surprising. Yeah. Thing. Uh. Beating <laughs> Orlando, they beat um. Well, actually, the other ones that, uh, were actually uh, weaker opponents. But, well, but yeah. uh, six victories since July 1st, six and three since that uh, July 1st game. They've all of a sudden um, 
have uh, decided to say, oh, you know what? I kind of want to make the playoffs. They've got a four-game winning streak. Yep. It looks like Lewis has peeked ahead in my notes because uh, <laughs> I have. That's, those are the exact notes I have for oh, Montreal do? versus RSL. Uh, let's let's go ahead and, and uh, just talk about that so uh, we can wrap up the Montreal love fest. I'll say those comments uh, really applies better on Chicago than RSL, though. And I was going to say... <laughs> Well, the the other part of that is Chicago, since July 1st, only have two victories mm. since July 1st. And Chicago has wow. relinquished uh, uh, first place in the Supporters' Shield. Uh, remember? Yeah. Uh, by that, a lot. By a lot, right. They've uh, they fallen behind, at the, I think, nine points behind uh, Toronto right now. I think that's Toronto's oh, wow. to lose. This is not, we, we said, well, I don't know. Toronto has to have like a Galaxy-esque nosedive. Well, NYCFC oh. is only four points behind, change. so I don't think you need it to be that drastic. Um, but mm. I think Chicago is in some, uh, I don't know, they've got some serious issues. They decided to take a losing streak at the very, very wrong time. Um, so um, hopefully they can right the ship because we had them in... Uh, as possible support shield winners and possible MLS cup contenders. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they are starting to slide. So, um, they need to, uh, they need to pick it up or they're going to end up like Dallas. Uh, we'll comment on them once you get there. (laughs) All right. So, uh, going back to Montreal versus RSL, uh, 11th minute Mancuso, Mancosu to Piatti. Montreal versus RSL. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mancosu to Piatti in the, uh, 26th minute. Uh, Luis Silvia, Silva gives RSL hope as he pulls one back, but Piatti says, no, 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 no. In the 29th minute, the Nacho man makes it 2-1. to one. He has six goals in his last four starts for Montreal. So again, having himself a wow. good old time as the Nacho Piatti era is coming to a close. 48th minute, Jackson Hamel makes it 3-1. to one. And in the 90th minute, Salazar gets uh, sent in with the defender trailing. Romano cl- comes off his line. Salazar pokes it toward goal, but Glad is he puts his body on the line, races to save the ball off the line, and slams his shin into the post. And as Lewis said, had to yeah, oh yeah, it looked like it hurt really bad. <laughs> uh, as Lewis has said, Montreal is climbing in the east like a rocket. Uh, going back to Probably the best game of the week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Colorado <laughs> versus DC. Uh, <laughs> we call it the garbage cup, and it was that for a reason. Well, uh, I'll say this. Colorado, okay, so Colorado just fired Pablo Mascherini. Uh Clearly, Jared Watts was not happy with that decision <laughs> because he sends one flying into his own net. He puts a little bit mm. too much on a back pass, and Howard could not get to it. Uh, but Colorado, unlucky not to get something out of this. Uh, I mean, they had so many they had chances. so many chances. Bill Hamid, so many chances. Bill Hamid had himself a Sean Johnson esque game, uh, or at least Sean Johnson versus LA esque game, <laughs> uh, and uh, and and he preserved the clean sheet for DC, and they get a much needed three points. Uh, going back, Vancouver versus Houston, seventeenth minute, Freddie Montero converts a penalty kick. Uh, for his 10th goal of the season after Boniak takes out a, uh, I forget what the player was. He takes takes out a, a, one of the attackers. Uh, 32nd minute, Jordi Reyna picks up a misplayed ball by Houston uh, and curls a beauty around Tyler Derrick to make it 2-0. Now, I have to ask you guys, this, uh, this 
this uh, Jordi Reyna goal was it a golazo? You put the link, so let me check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Bobby checks that. I'll finish this off. See? That 51st works. minute, Kyoto pulls one back as he muscles his way through his defender and pops it over the keeper. Uh, gentlemen, I await your your uh, verdict. So while Bobby uh, looks at and uh, while I'm looking at him as well, I feel like <laughs> this, I feel like it's the carbon copy of the um, what's the I mean it's on the it's on, it's on the other side of the the goal. But what was that other the last goal also you called David uh, that was against us? Valeri, Valeri, Valeri. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that, um, except it's going to the far right instead of the near uh. post. Um. That's a curl. It's a curling beauty. It really is. It, it it's something special. Uh, we're 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 highly anticipating the the vote. For me, it's I'm, a golazo. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna give it. I'm not gonna give it. My internet is. Ah, oh, Lewis Lewis is, Lewis has uh, failed us here. He can't he can't watch the uh, <clears throat> he can't watch the goal. We'll come back to him. All right, Orlando versus Houston. <laughs> oh, that's sexy. Hanging on a wire. Oh, Lewis liked it. He was sexy. Oh, that's sexy. Hold on, hold on. That, do, that doesn't, it mean, doesn't it's mean it's a golazo, though. though. No, I, I, there's a lot of sexy goals for me. Let me see. Let me yeah. think. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try so one more misplayed, time here. Misplayed ball. Yeah. Takes misplayed. it to the top of the area. It's outside the box. It's a curler to the top Top corner. The timing of the it's the timing of the the air jets or whatever the smoke <laughs> the smoke thing makes it makes it even grander. You know what? I'm going to have to call this a golazo Ooh, for me. Wee. Yeah. There, officially right. a golazo then. Put put a stamp on it. Eliezer House golazo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to make a sticker. Okay. <laughs> Let me put it in the notes. All right. Uh, ne- one one of one of us has to be mad, and then the two other have to be happy in the. <laughs> Well, you guys know. You guys know it's always me that's going to be happy. Uh, <laughs> I can't stay mad at stuff. All right, moving on to Orlando versus Columbus. This one ends ends one one. Kaká makes an appearance in the wall at the supporter section uh, because he made that ridiculous face mask thing on uh, <laughs> on on his on his bro last week and got a red card for it. <laughs> Abu Hi, Ricky. Abu Bakar gets. Uh, gets a goal off of a corner for Columbus uh, in the 35th minute, but in the 67th minute, Giles Barnes with authority off one post, off the other, and in. Uh, at the end of this game, VAR was used to review a foul. This time, there were no jovial hands in the face. There was no laughing. <laughs> Harrison Awful is sent off for an elbow to the face of Yotan, and he will miss the game versus L.A., so um, Orlando, we, we, we have talked about Orlando. <laughs> two wins since April 29th. Uh, used to be an absolute fortress at home. Can't even get a win against a very poor road team. I think that Orlando may be done now, even with the, the signing of Dom Dwyer. Uh, they're currently sitting eighth in the uh, in the Eastern Conference right now. They are four points behind. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, five points behind. Uh, Columbus and Montreal both with 36 points. Those are the two final uh, playoff spots in the East. And Orlando has played uh, more games than uh, Montreal. Atlanta, who sits in seventh, uh, who is only four points ahead of Orlando, has four games on them. So Mm. looks like Orlando might be missing the playoffs again this year unless all of a sudden they decide to uh, regain their March and April form. I mean, I, th- I think it's possible. I mean, it's it's really hard to 
to call other teams out when we suck as bad as we do, but <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Hey, it's very easy. Know. I just did it. <laughs> that is the <laughs> point of this podcast. Uh, San Jose versus Philadelphia. San Jose's new signing, Vaco, opens up the scoring in the third minute. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia works their way back into the game. 35th minute, a scrappy, uh, scrappy uh, scramble in front of goal. Uh, Jack Elliott equalizes for Philadelphia. 55th minute, uh, Philly get the go-ahead goal with from Alberg. But as always, the Earthquakes get a last gasp goal. Mm-hmm. This time, uh, handball gets called in the 94th minute. Wondolowski converts to salvage a point for San Jose. That is 131 goals for Chris Wondolowski, only 14 away from Landon Donovan's record. And Wando has had eight double-digit goal seasons, the most ever in MLS. Wait, I may be mistaken. You're, you're, you're saying there was a handball in the 94th? No, he got kicked in the penalty box. Wando got, well, not Wando got. No, oh, you're right. Kicked, I'm confusing that got. with the uh, Seattle game. <laughs> Uh, yes. That's right. He did get taken down in the box. Wando, Wando Wand- did it. Uh, it, it was, was somebody else. else, and Wando converted the penalty yeah. kick. That's right. Yeah. My bad, guys. I re- no, that was a nightmare <laughs> for me, so I didn't forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of us had that picked as a draw. Uh, David and I had it uh, San Jose. Bobby had it with Philadelphia. So San Jose fucked all of our bets. I, can... I was there. I was there. Just a few <laughs> seconds. Just a fucking few so, seconds. <laughs> Fuck San Jose. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, next up is Chicago versus Toronto. The struggling fire continued to struggle. 14th minute, Manny, um, Marky Delgado uh, is in the right place at the right time, and uh, that starts the night for Toronto. 54th minute, David Akam finds the ball that is uh, bounced off the post from Bastian Schweinsteiger uh, in the 63rd. Hassler will make it 2-1 to one for, Mo- for Toronto. Uh, and in the 90th minute, Jovinko goes, oh, wait a minute. Remember me? Tax one on to make it 3-1 to one after getting a ball on a breakaway from uh, Tosaint Ricketts. Toronto, just flying high. Flying high. Yeah, that's Such a one, great team. That's the, one, that's the one game that I was able to just turn off before it ended and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as we already had said before, Toronto, uh, first place in the Support Shield race. Um, it's not quite theirs to lose, but it's close. And Chicago just headed in the opposite direction, dropping playoff spots. Um, only three points ahead. Uh, they're in, currently in the third seed in, uh, in the Eastern Conference. New York is behind them, three points. New York has one game up on them, or one game to make up. So Chicago needs to uh, turn it right back on. Yep. And it's- quickly. So speaking of New York, NYCFC versus New England in a game where NYCFC looked lost for much for most of the match. Uh, they still find a way to win. 57th minute, Teal Bunbury scores after the Revs uh, uh, for the Revs after Johnson does his best Diop impression uh, as the ball bounces his uh, off the chest and down. Uh, Teal Bunbury pounces on that and scores for the Revs. Uh, but after that, it was the David Villa takeover. Uh, he gets a goal in the 77th minute, and then in the 94th minute, the kid, Jonathan Lewis, gets the game winner with a rocket uh, after, uh, I think it was Ben Sweat took a shot, and it was uh, it ended up being passed straight to Jonathan Lewis. Uh, Eastern Conference uh, final between Toronto and NYCFC should be fun, right, guys? 
Well, here's the here's oh, the yeah. interesting thing about that so. is that if the playoffs were to start today, and the uh, the seeded teams, which which would be Chicago and New York, uh, win their playing game against Columbus and Montreal, you would have Toronto playing against the New York Red Bulls, and NYCFC playing against oh, the Chicago Fire. Uh, I'm going to give NYCFC the the win over Chicago here, which would put them in the Eastern Conference Final against the winner of either Toronto or New York. Any one of those teams versus NYCFC in the Eastern Conference is going to be an amazing two-game series. Um, and we all saw what uh, uh, the uh, the New York Derby uh, had to offer uh, a couple weeks back. We're going to see them again uh, this again, coming Friday. Coming That's going to be a that would be an awesome Eastern Conference final. And then having Toronto versus NYCFC as the two top teams in the entire league in the Eastern Conference, you know that the winner of that game will probably end up winning MLS Cup. So one way or the other, between uh, those three, those or four really, um, it's going to be one hell of an Eastern Conference final. Yep. If everything goes according to plan. I mean, it, it could very well be that Orlando goes through the whole way through as David had predicted <laughs> and uh, make MLS Cup. Um, it's going back in time a little bit to the other New York team, Portland versus New York Red Bulls. Diego Faleri opens up the game in the 65th minute uh, after both teams had chances. Uh, Nagby hits the post in the first half. Uh, Antonella comes up with some huge saves to keep uh, New York off the board. Stoppage time. Robles comes up to give uh, to give the Red Bulls an extra man on a free kick, but Valerian Maddox counter and Maddox makes it two zero for Portland. Uh, drop one. At, I mean, uh, New York Red Bulls drop one on the road. Um, you know they'll want to kick themselves a little bit, but uh, Portland does well to get that goal. Or get those two goals and a win. Portland um, moves up to fourth place in the Western Conference, leapfrogging uh, FC Dallas, who we have mentioned has had one hell of a slide. Should San Jose had won the game against Philadelphia, um, they would have been in the sixth seed, one point ahead of San Jose. They were one game away from being out of the playoff picture. Crazy. Um this is just uh, an amazing um, downfall for, for Dallas right now. Uh, I don't think any one of us would have predicted that the last undefeated no, team in the were, league is all of yeah, a sudden they were coming in strong. <laughs> uh, are you know out of the playoff picture trying to like get back in. This is uh, this is very weird, and you got to figure. I don't think he's on the hot seat, but I think you got to take a look at Oscar Pereja and say what in the world is going on right there. Yep. Uh, speaking of Dallas, Sporting Kansas City versus Dallas, 42nd minute. Rubio slams Zussi's corner into the back of the net. Nothing Justin Gonzalez could do. Uh, brilliant technique on that goal. Uh, and in the 92nd minute, Gerso adds one for good measure. Uh, things could have been much worse as Kansas City had a lot of chances but couldn't convert. Uh, again, as Lewis has been saying all of this whole episode, it seems like Dallas is continuing to slide and we don't know what's going on in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, last game, Seattle versus Minnesota. Newly acquired Ethan Finley scores a goal in the 21st minute for Minnesota. Dunlady nearly gets one, but his shot is wide of the near post. Uh, 31st minute, Chad Marshall heads one home for Seattle to tie it up. And uh, Minnesota really pushed Seattle, but in the 94th minute, 
Dempsey takes a shot, hits a Minnesota defender in the hand, and he converts the penalty to win the game in, I think it was the last kick of the game. Seattle I think get bailed out on that one. I think MLS gave me a makeup game because from that San Jose penalty. <laughs> it was like, all right, look, I know how pissed off you were about that, and you, we're not gonna we're not gonna let you lose your wild card because since you've had three wild cards that you've won, you didn't wild card since this every single one of you. Yeah, that was I wild card. Seattle. Oh, did you wild card yes, Seattle? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I had five points on that. It turned into a lock. David okay. knows. Um, he also you, you you put it up on the Twitter, wasn't it you? Or but was I, it I thought that was since, since it was five, it was only I thought it was just a straight lock. I don't remember it being a wild card. It's because I had a t- I had two maybe okay. Yeah, two you added three. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, well, I, speaking yeah. of locks, so the the two Sunday games, which was uh, Seattle, Minnesota, and NYCFC versus New England, I had both of those as locks, and they were the ones obviously that I, I figured I wouldn't have to worry about. Both of them coming in very last minute goals <laughs> and preserving yes, ten points for me because if those goals did not come in that final minute, fuck. <laughs> that's yeah. That's why I you know. guys got to listen to balls and beers. You oh, guys, God. check out that episode. Well, sorry, check out we didn't episodes. have it. We didn't have them last yeah, week. Please, but, uh, sure. we didn't have it last week. Go back. Yeah, always check them out for sure. Yeah, we'll have it this week. Fingers so, crossed, we, we're not we done yet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more last things and words to say before we end the show? Um, nope, not from my end. Honestly, thought Lewis was gonna have something, so no, I'm good. All right. Well, I have one thing, and it's not MLS related. I just think it's kind of interesting and funny. They're removing the animatronics from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, man. Bummer, Haven't man. you played Fri- Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Those things are dangerous. <laughs> Security guards are getting killed. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to LA is our house. This is episode 83. I'm here with David and Lewis. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. And this is Bobby. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button and we'll see you in the next episode.